This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right, all right. Week eight. Let's do what we got to do, fellas. Sincere. Been a long time since I heard your voice, man. How you doing, brother? I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed. Let's take it up. Let's take it up. Logic. Ones and zeros. Pound. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm fucking upset. That's what I am. What's up? Shit. Well, look, I, you know, I do want to get to the Jets. You know, I, I'm anxious to talk about that. because You don't have to. I, no, no, because I sat and watched the entire Jet game, so I'm anxious to talk about it because it's the first Jet game I didn't turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't turn from it. I watched the entire thing. Let's and talk have, about something and, else first. <laughs> but, but, yes, yes. We're going we're gonna to go to Sincere. Sincere. You're, uh, the, the people don't know that. Uh, if you don't know, Sincere is a big San Francisco 49ers fan. And they did something to the world champions, didn't, didn't they? I, I think they did do something in, to the week, world champions in week eight. But I'll let you talk about it. How you feeling, Sincere? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm real good. You, you know, didn't? I'm, I'm sorry. Wasn't your position running back in high school? I, I played linebacker and running back. Okay, okay. Well, what do you think about your boy McCaffrey? Was he worth the picks or not? Oh no, he was worth the picks. He was definitely <laughs> worth the picks. But I I say this to say this that um having him on the team definitely opens up the offense a lot more. Okay. Um we just need to get healthy though. Because mm. we still don't even have our starting running back from last year. Okay. So, and know, and Debo didn't did Debo play that game? Nah, Debo was out. Yeah, see, he was out. And Which, and there was a lot of people on the defense that were out too. Yeah, we had probably about seven, seven um, people that was out. Jesus, you, know, you had about uh, I think five on the you know on defense and two on offense. Uh, Huchek gonna be out for a minute. He just had thumb surgery, so he he's mm. gonna be down for a minute. But um, Dwelly Dwelly stepped up in his in his spot. He did pretty good, so. I, I got, mean, we I, got the we got the players that, that could fill in, but it's just getting everybody healthy right now. Because I, I, you haven't been part of the cast, and we've been doing this uh, this quarterback thing, you know. So I got to mm-hmm. ask you about the faith you have in your QB. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, oh, you ride with him to the end of the world, or 1 being like, nah, this nigga shaky. Mm. I'm going to always put Jimmy around 7. Okay. Um, because when the stars align, mm-hmm. he, he plays good, you know. Um, Jimmy's gonna be Jimmy, so I've I've accepted Jimmy for what he is. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm surprised that he actually threw a pass that was more than 20 yards on Sunday. Oh, I, I was shocked. I have, so, you know, it, it, it's it's special meaning to me to ask you what you think about a quarterback because there was a time where I didn't know this guy named Colin Kaepernick from a, you know, I ain't know him from nothing, and you was begging for him to come in the game one day. We was on our way back, I think we were on our way back from Jersey, and mm-hmm. he was at a uh, what was it, uh, uh, the Green Turtle, yeah, yeah and yeah, and you and yeah. you pointed it, and sure enough, this dude just comes in the game and takes the fuck over, like he really caught everybody off guard. So, so you well, saying seven? He, he got he had the talent, like you know what I'm saying. He could throw, he could throw the ball. He mm-hmm. could run. You know, he was like a he was like a bigger version of Michael Vick that nobody seen before. Okay, so so that's it. So so then, what do you think about Lance? Like, where do you find his skill set? Is that better than? Do you have more faith mm-hmm. in him than Jimmy G? That's <laughs> tough. No, I, I like Trey. I like Trey. Don't get me wrong. I okay. Like Trey. Okay. Um, I think I think Trey's inexperience ultimately ultimately is 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 his downfall right now mm-hmm. because you know for one he played at a small school and then you know they had the COVID year so he didn't play mm-hmm. so then he had his rookie year he really didn't play so you know he he got to get more time on the field but. <clears throat> I personally, you know, I, I wanted Justin Fields to be truthful to you. What? Yeah, he looked he looked good yesterday. I'll talk about that a little later when we talk about the Cowboys. But uh, I want to bounce the logic real quick. Uh, 
This is the stat line for Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. He was 21 of 25, 235 yards, and two touchdowns. He got sacked three times, too. Um, (laughs) I mean, that's to me, that's a solid game for any quarterback in the league. But, Logic, I'll defer to you. Did you watch any of the San Francisco game yesterday? I saw highlights. After the Jets lost the game, I turned my TV off. (laughs) So you didn't do more any more football watching? No, I did not. I watched highlights. A little bit later when I got uh-huh. out my fitness. But other than that, no. I'm I'm aware that a San Francisco game took place. <laughs> I saw that the greatest pass happened from the running back because somebody yeah. somewhere no. decided that what San Francisco fucking need is the greatest running back in the history of all fucking time. <laughs> Who does these things? Where do these things happen? Where do these things happen? How could somebody look at San Francisco and say, you know what? <laughs> Let's give them Christian. McCaffrey for picks. And then you're going to ask, Sincere, you mad about the picks? Ain't none of them picks going to throw the touchdown like Christian McCaffrey just did. Your quarterback can't throw the touchdown like Christian McCaffrey just did. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yes, I'm sorry, listeners. I've been trying to be cool. I've been trying to be, you know, Mr. Level-Headed, Mr. Logical. I'm emotional. This is the emotional side. <laughs> so you're a Christian McCaffrey fan, I would take it. Like I Yes. Yes. That's white Mike from across the street. You know, that white kid that be around the hood. That's why that's I know him. better than everybody. Is, it, is, that, is, that, cool. is that a racist thing? Like the only reason no. I know McCaffrey is because he's a good running back who's white. And that doesn't no. happen in the NFL. No. Often. Like, no. I, I personally <laughs> feel like football is the standard. only place. Oh, yeah. Football is the only place where racism kind of goes the other way. Right. Yeah. And so I can not only say that Christian McCaffrey is good. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is fucking great. To be a white running back in our league today, you, I, that's you what I'm be saying. Great. You, got, you got to be great. We got Rex Burkheads too. You don't hear about them. And they out here. <laughs> they walking around. But we don't talk about them, do we? Nope. We talk about Christian McCaffrey. Because that motherfucker dropped back and threw a 30 yarder on a dime. Yeah. On a dime. Like it wasn't shit. That's White Mike from across the street. <laughs> His parents just moved into the buildings. He's real cool. He's real chill. He got a gold chain. And he just want to be on the court to the field. He's nice, uh, man. And I don't know how the fuck you got him. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I, I take it. I mean, anybody would take it. That's true. Including the New York Jets, who, for the first time, I saw up close logic why you didn't have full faith in, in my guy at the time, Zach Wilson. Uh, the stat line from yesterday was 20 of 41. Like, he should never be throwing 41 passes, first of all. Nope. But, uh, yeah, he, he finished with 355 yards, two TDs, and three very costly interceptions. Matter of fact, if he just doesn't throw those interceptions, they, they might have won this game. But I'll defer to you, Logic. What did you see on the field from Mr. Zach Wilson? I saw trash on the field from Mr. Zach Wilson. We've talked. And I've talked on multiple pods about multiple things related to the Jets. I told you I never trusted the dude in the first place. Not that I hate the dude, because I don't. And I'm not just going to throw him under the bus now. He looked like he could roll under the bus on his own. He don't need me to throw him. But (laughs) the issue is this. The issue is this. This is what I saw. I saw a defense that held New England to one touchdown and a whole bunch of fucking field goals. They fought their yeah. ass off. Yeah. yeah. And I saw a quarterback throw it the fuck away. He just threw it away. He just threw it away. I also saw the doofiest of goofiest penalties on a defender tapping a quarterback who flopped on the ground after he threw a pick six, which shifted the whole thing of the game. It shifted the – I don't know if y'all saw that. But coming into the middle towards the end of the second quarter, old boy threw a pick six. My man run it back. One of the interior defenders bumped the quarterback. They called it, you know, attacking a quarterback because, you know, you can't ever do that as a defender. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. And instead of having those points, instead of having those points, they got moved a couple yards. They ended up getting a field goal. Then they got the ball back. Then they came and scored right away. And it just took the air out of the arena for us. Like, that's kind of what did it. And then I don't know what triggered 
I, I don't I don't know what the trigger was, but Zach just went into Aaron Rodgers mode. Yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. got to do this by myself now, and it just it got goofier and goofier as he made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. And so what I saw here was a, a defense that is better than we give it credit for. Like we knew the defense was great for the Jets. Like I, I knew there was something special, but I don't think you understand that they lost this game still by by what five points? It was twenty two uh, to seventeen. Twenty two to seventeen. Right. He threw three interceptions. That is easily a game where you lose by three scores. They didn't score a touchdown on none of them. I mean, I don't know what you, you could say. It's New England, but I digress. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get to um, sincere real quick because we haven't had you on. I mean, have you watched any Jets games this season? Like the Jets seem different. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been watching. Okay. I'm watching. So, so your thoughts on the Jets' loss to New England? Does that does that mean anything to you, or do you see anything there for the Jets to take from that game? Uh, yeah, <laughs> ball security, <laughs> <laughs> plain and simple. I I, I do, I, you know, I look at the Jets like San Francisco. Okay. You you have a defense that's going to play lights out. Mm. All you ask is the quarterback don't lose the game. So, and for him to throw thrown the ball forty one times, shit. That's that's not that's not a winning formula for the Jets. He needs to be around fifteen to twenty passes. I'm sorry, y'all are a running team. Y'all need to run the football. When the Jets run the football, they win. Mm. Now let's talk about that for a second. Let's oh, talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second because Michael Carter was there. Yes, I think he, he had 12 rushes the entire game. What the fuck are you doing? We just That's went and got James, whatever the fuck his name Robert is, Robinson, for, yep. from um, I think we got him from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had he's five. serviceable. He he's five. serviceable. I, I would never say that he's like a star, but he's serviceable. Between the two of them, they might have ran the football 11 times. That's right. Yep. That's accurate. They That's ran 12 bad. times. The, between the two of them, Michael Carter and Robinson, they ran 12 times. In a game in mm-hmm. a game where the gap and score was never more than a touchdown. Until, you know, the very, very end when we scored a touchdown to bring it back to five. It was never more than a touchdown mm-hmm. because the other team wasn't scoring touchdowns. No. Why would you abandon the run? Why would you just exactly. decide that Zach Wilson has to throw the football 41 motherfucking times, especially if – three out the 41 is to the other team after the first two don't you modify don't you don't you don't you go back a little bit and say well let's look at this because the game still wasn't out of play we were still in there we still had time there was time on the clock we had timeouts everything was there but there was some trigger that happened that was like now was the moment the the m&m moment it it, it, i didn't like it i didn't like it I, i i understand but i look at it like this you know in sports you have the who, the what, the why. And I look at New England, who got Matt Jones, and then you Who's got... Trash? <laughs> exactly. Who's then trash? You got the Jets. He didn't look no better than we look. Right. But they were both in the same draft class. Yes, so, they were. So, and they got picked, I think, right after another, or something, something to that nature. Something to that you know degree. Mm-hmm. So, it was one of them things where it's like, you know, it looked like both teams was like, I. Right, Let's, we're going to show you why we picked this guy. And we're going to show you why we picked this guy. And at the end of the day, both of them look like trash. And it was like, well, damn, we got a better the, running game. Why we didn't utilize the run? The Belichick of it all. That's what happens. That's mm-hmm. what makes Belichick the greatest head coach that I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. I'm sure other people will say they have better coaches that have come and went. I don't know about all that. From what I've seen, that dude will just field goal you to death if Mac Jones is what we got. Right. I'll just field goal you to death. We'll just keep kicking field goals and win the game. This dude saw what was going on on the football field, changed the agenda, went into the running game. I don't what's his name? Ramondre the yeah, Kukapoo. I don't even know the dude. Stevenson. I don't even know yeah, the dude. He had like 199 yards and 80 yeah, yeah. Like, Listen, I, I didn't even they know. They ran the, guy. the ball 34 times. Which they don't the, do. The Jets as a team do. ran the ball 15 times. And that's what I'm saying. That's the ability great. of Belichick to yeah. see what was going on. Yeah. 
get that field goal before the half, come back out, get the ball, score immediately, and then say, once we score again, we're just going to control how the game goes. We're just going to control the game flow. Mac Jones is Mac Jones. He's not going to turn into nobody else. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to run the football with some dude you've never heard of who had the greatest night of his career. That's the greatest game you've ever seen from that dude. And that, when you look at it and everything is bad, you got bad quarterbacks, you got decent defenses, you got this, you got that, and everything is on an even playing field. Leave it up for Bill Belichick to be the one to figure out how to maneuver that situation to his liking. The dude is amazing. It made me so mad. That's the 13th time in a row we done lost in a movie. 13th time in a row. It, it, in my opinion, I think the, the, the coaching staff was skewed for the Jets. When, uh, what's his name? Was his name Wilson too? Uh, Garrett, Garrett, Gary no. Wilson. Okay, yeah, he caught yeah. like a, a 50 yard touchdown or something. Yes, he did. Uh, it was a 50 yard pass, or I, I, you know, yes, he did. Yeah, he, I saw it. Yes, it was he, very beautiful pass. It was a beautiful so it, pass. It was and a beautiful catch. Yeah, I, and I think they started chasing that, in my opinion. Like, you want that magic right there all the time. That's what they were chasing. You know, this you, is the that, last thing I'm gonna say, man. This is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then y'all can talk it out. Yeah, because I'm hurt. I'm, I'm offended, not just by the fact that we lost, but uh, by the way that we lost. We yeah. lost in a convincing fashion to someone who continuously beats us in convincing fashions, no matter who's on the field. What I'll yeah. say is what you just said, Joey G, makes perfect sense. And if yeah. that's what you were doing, then we can't even really fault the quarterback for this. We got to look at the head coaches. We got to look at the offensive Coach, we got to look at that. Like, if that's what that was, if somebody was like putting a battery in his back, like go out here and win it for the Gipper. Like, no, no. like that's not the time for that. That's not the time for that. We could have got the touchdown in, start yeah. running the football too. Everything it, they did is exactly what we could have done. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Carter had a successful run in that game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanna, I wanna remember. Like, I think he ran for a first. Like, he got ten yard. He got a ten yard run. You mm-hmm. know. On him, so it's not like they they had to go away from it. They only tried him seven times. To be clear, he got he carried the ball seven times. Michael Carter. It's the fucking Patriots, bro. They won the game and they four and four. They're not unbeatable. They're not the nope. greatest team in football. They're not nope. none of that. Nope. They came in and we were supposed to win that game. It was our time to win the game. But I think I think what you said was true, Joey G. I think some people that's in charge of things really was smelling they so. And decided yeah, that this was the time to like embarrass Bill <laughs> Belichick. And you can't do that. You can't do that. He's not, nope. you're not going to do that with him. He's, he's going to let your emotions fuck you up. And that's, he yeah. just sat there and smiled and watched us beat ourselves over the head. Now we got a quarterback controversy. It's, 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 it's just, fuck. and we're five and three. So, I mean, going forward, I'm not too upset. We right. do have the Bills next fucking week. That's so we're five and four. <laughs> I mean, we'll you never know, man. No, hey, you never no, know. Any given Sunday, no, baby. Any no, given Sunday. Exactly. No, if they hey, pulled 11 people on the field. I think that shit was going to happen. Okay. Okay. You lost to the Falcons. You wasn't the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the Falcons in this one. We're not winning that. We're not winning that. <laughs> wow. We're not winning that. All right, guys. It's it's time for this week's Cowboy Cap. Uh, buddy, let's talk about your squad. Bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would rather talk about Justin Fields for just a second here. Because, okay. Because all you know since since yesterday, all I've been listening to is Justin Fields failed his team. He didn't he didn't throw the ball accurately. He didn't do this. He didn't do. I'm like, what game were they watching? Because I watched this entire game as well, and I saw Justin Fields that has is starting to come into his own. Like I'm starting to get a feel that you know, uh, what was the other quarterback that was drafted the same time as him? I think they're like they came in. Uh, together, I I can't remember. But right now, Justin Fields, I mean, I I felt like he commanded the game. Like he ran just enough. He bailed his team out on several occasions. I think he's turning into a decent quarterback, but they're doing that weird thing where they don't realize that this guy is like 23 years old. Uh, And and Logic, we were talking on on this last week, but when when they look the same hue as us, the, the patience is not there. So from the media, it sounded like weird. It sounded like you're you're telling me he's a bad quarterback. We don't know what kind of quarterback he's going to be. Um, so you know, logic. I'll go to you first. 
Okay. Are you are you familiar with Justin Fields at all? Did you watch any highlights yes. of that game? Did you see I've how seen he commanded his team? All this right. is what I'll say about Justin Fields. Yeah. Who does Justin Fields play for? He plays for the Chicago Bears. Then why? Then then what else are we doing here? What what is the other thing that we're going to say? What else about Chicago is so immaculate that Justin Fields is fucking it up? I'll give you a dollar right now if you can name anybody he's throwing a football to. Anybody. Anybody. That team is not set up for anything less than the greatest quarterback of all time right away. And if you're not the greatest quarterback of all time right away and you just so happen to be African-American as well, this is what happens. We, we play it out of order and we make it look like you let the team down. What how much more lifting was he supposed to do for that squad? That squad is not set up like that. It's just not. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And that's what I'll say. And, and when you want to judge a quarterback like that, and you know I'm not the quarterback guy, so I try to, you know, keep it light. But when I'm judging a quarterback, the first thing that I'm looking at is in a perfect world, what would he do with the surrounding pieces that's on the team? What would you do in a perfect world? And in a perfect world, I think he'd do what he did. He's doing the best he can with what he got. He's not perfect, but who is? Who would be perfect there? Who would you put there that would make that okay? And I don't know. His stat line, to me, sounds like somebody that can play football. 17 of 23, 151 yards, and two touchdowns. No interceptions. If, if, If Wilson had that stat line. We don't want a game. Jets win the fucking game. We don't want a game. Okay. And to on top of that, he had eight carries for 60 yards. He averaged 7.5 yards a carry and scored a touchdown rushing. I, I mean, he's that's three touchdowns. Pass, two passing and one running. And you're telling me that this guy failed his team? Are you serious? And they scored and they scored 29 points on a Dallas Cowboy defense in quotation marks i i don't see where he failed here but all i've heard all day was justin you know didn't didn't show up for his team so lot um sincere i'll come to you real quick with that stat line what do you think about justin fields first of all and are they right did he fail the team i mean it doesn't sound like it man first of all you can't fail the team when you ain't got no weapons so first of all let, let's 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 get this straight. Chicago is like Carolina. They are selling all their players right now. They are giving everybody away. They just gave one away again today. They, they, just, gave, Quinn, exactly. they gave Quinn before they, the Dallas game, and now they gave another uh, linebacker. They just gave one of the best linebackers in yeah. all of football and sent them to the Baltimore Ravens like they need another great linebacker. Because that's what the Ravens okay. need. Who is doing these trades? I'm sorry, it's, sincere. It's, I'm sorry. Who's doing these trades? Who's looking at the league and saying, damn, Baltimore's good, but they're not as good as they used to be. Shit. Let's give them one of our linebackers. Well, which one? The best one we got. Okay, here you go. For some picks that you won't really get nothing back from because y'all going to be good now. <sighs> Sorry, yeah. Sincere. I apologize. No, hey, hey, I, feel I feel the same way. I feel the same way. That's how I was. Look, that's how I've been all season long. I said that San Francisco needed to get another wide receiver. You got AJ uh was it AJ a. Brown? He goes to Philadelphia for nothing. You got Julio Jones goes to Tampa Bay for nothing. You got all these wide receivers. I'm look. I'm still mad at De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins going to uh, the Arizona Cardinals for uh, a fourth round draft pick. Like nigga, what? Like you? We could have got him. Wow. So no, I totally understand. I feel. I feel where you coming from. It, it, it makes no sense. It's like the rich get rich. I mean, look look at the Miami Dolphins. Hell, they got half. They got half, like half our roster from 2019. They got two running backs over there. Then you get one of the best wide receivers in football. Like, but well, damn, how much? Like, what else do you need? Okay, cool. All right, we just gonna send everything over there. You know, I can say the same thing about uh, the uh, the Chargers. Yeah, you you got you got Joey Bosa over already, and then you get um, Mac from. They used to play for the Raiders and Chicago. It's like, who does that? Like, what do you got going? Okay. And, and to go right. back to this talent conversation that that well, uh, that uh, 
Fields is throwing to. I just want to know if anybody has heard of any of these wide receivers because they got Darnell Mooney. They got that's the uh, only one I know. That's they it. got uh, Nikhil Henry, Nikhil Harry, uh, David Montgomery, Cole Komet, who caught his first uh, touchdown or something during the game like this year. Um, he got yeah, he got one of their only touchdowns. Um, Dante Pettis. Uh, I know him. Yeah. And then Equanimous St. Brown. I know St. Yeah. Brown. I didn't know yeah. his name. His first name was Equanimous. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. I can't even pronounce that. So out of those players, I know three. And one of them is actually a running back, actually. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So but um Dante Pettis used to play for San Francisco. Okay. Uh Nikhil Harry, he used to play for New England. Mm. So yeah, so you you're you're getting you're playing with people's leftovers. I think Komet Komet, I think that's how you say his name. I yeah, think he Cole. played for Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, he probably yeah. Uh, and then they drafted Mooney, so that's pretty much their best wide receiver, which is the reason one of the reasons why they let Allen Robinson go, which makes no sense at all. Anyway, I digress. I didn't know that if, if I was thinking in the right frame of mind, but it didn't seem like you could score 29 points, your quarterback could not throw any interceptions, and he could rush for 60 yards and 7.5 yards of carry, and that could be called a failure because you lost. No. I don't that, think you no, lost. No, not a failure. Oh, I mean, he, he's pretty much playing like Cam Newton. Like, he, he is a, the modern-day Cam Newton right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where he's at. Okay. You know, right. Cam Newton did the same thing, and it was like, well, Cam's not winning no games. Well, look who he's playing with. I, I'm talking about his second second stint in Carolina. I ain't talking about the first. Because yeah. the first one, he went to a Super Bowl. So, you know. But that second with stint, people whose name back, we don't know. You don't know none people went to the Super Bowl with him. Or offense. You don't even know them. Nah, he played with Steve Smith and some, some yeah, other Yeah, buddy. Okay, I'll give you Steve Smith. Give me somebody else. I'll give you Steve Smith. Give me somebody else. Who's the running back? Who's the running back from that time period? He was. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Nah, he was. He had, uh, he had the Jonathan, greatest running back Jonathan, in the history. Jonathan Stewart. Exactly. Jonathan Stewart. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Cam yeah. Newton. Nah, Jonathan, Cam Newton is yeah, the greatest Cam. running back Carolina's yeah. ever had. Yeah. And that's numbers. Yeah. That's not just my opinion. That's numbers. He got more touchdowns and more first downs than anybody else ever ran the football over there. Yeah. And and none of the and all the credit all the credit when they lost. None of the credit when they won. So um, and I and I feel like Justin Fields is set up the same way. So in my cowboy cap, I'm gonna shift focus real quick because I have to talk about these cowboys. And I know again, I am negative when it comes to them only because I have survivors remorse, like I have like some survivor trigger where you're up in the first part of the season, and then all of a sudden everybody's asking you why you're losing games. I'm I'm telling you why. Eventually, the Cowboys are going to lose games because they're soft. They gave up 200 yards yesterday on the ground. In my opinion, you cannot be a dominant team and then let a team that only does one thing good do that thing good. If you're going to win. Shut them down. Am I wrong? Well, well to, to your credit. Yeah. Okay. Dallas against mediocre competition is unbeatable. Okay. That's been proven. Right. You you dominated a weak division for like the last six years. Okay. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Granted, even though for some reason that division has never had back-to-back champions. It's crazy. <laughs> but it is what it is. Because it's fake. It's phony. It's, you know, it's, it's the <laughs> right. NFC least, right? Is is that? But when you're playing against mediocre competition, and you always win those games, yeah. When you play teams that are a higher tier of caliber, you come back down to earth. Okay, but and that's 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 what it is. But Chicago is not a higher tier, and you should destroy Chicago. You, you beat to... them by 20 points. Yeah, okay. But you let them score 29 points, top-rated defense, that let them get off over 200 yards rushing, top-rated defense. You see, the thing that I was most confident about 
with the Cowboys is their defense. I believe in that defense. I don't believe in Dak Prescott. I definitely don't believe in Zeke Elliott after seeing what what Pollard was able to do with the same what? offensive line. Okay, so, that, that's been like that for what the last two, three years. Okay, okay. that's nothing. Uh, exactly, that's nothing and Dak Prescott that, is nothing that, new that, in the that, last that, two. That's your boy years. Jerry Jones right there. That's Jerry Jones because he likes Zeke. He likes Zeke wearing that short team top and all that. Oh my he like, god! He like Yo, thank you for taking up for Bills because Bills can't wait to talk about his <laughs> <laughs> short tank top. <laughs> yeah, Side note, don't like that shit. Go ahead, Side logic, note, man. fellas. Yeah. Side note, <laughs> I you know what I'm I might be wrong. Yeah. I might be wrong. To the best of my knowledge, Tony Pollard still hasn't run the football in a professional football game 20 times. No, no, he hasn't. You're absolutely right. He got his most carries he ever had in the game, which was 14 yesterday, for 134 yards and he, three he, touchdowns. He, he's more electrified than Zeke. Hey, Zeke, he get you, Zeke will bust you a 15-yard run. Tony Parley take that same run and make it 40. His average was was 9.4 yards a carry. Like that's exactly. crazy. 9.4 yards like yesterday. That that's that's unbelievable to me. And three And then Zeke would have gave you 3.5. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 3.5 and and may, he would have gotten the touchdowns cuz they let him go on on short goal line situations. Uh, but he yeah, wouldn't have given the, you a 54 yeah. yard long run, like you know, he had a 54 yard touchdown. He let the other running back do all the work to get down there, then he, he, he punches in for one yard. <laughs> yeah, but the Cowboys, in the circus that it is, they always give me something. And yesterday, when both the head coach and the owner were interviewed, guess what they said? We live and die with Zeke, exactly. And that's why that's y'all haven't gone nowhere. I just told you that the Cowboys haven't. Okay, if I told you the Cowboys haven't had a hundred yard rusher in so many games until yesterday, and that rusher was Tony Pollard, who did fourteen carries, and I was sorry, one hundred and thirty one yards, not one hundred and thirty four, but he scored oh, three no. touchdowns, one hundred and thirty one yards, and averaged ten yards, almost ten yards a carry, and you still, at the end of the game, refuse oh. to look at that and say, "Oh, you know what." Maybe we're gonna have a switch at for Pollard. No, you and, said Zeke, and that's a solid. That's a. I mean, granted, the the Bears are the Bears, right? But their defense is decent. Yeah, when they want to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. So, so you shredded a decent defense, you know? Because that's about that's all Chicago's pretty much known for outside of defense and Justin Fields. That's that's about it. <sighs> all right, look, we're we're out of Cowboy cap. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get away from it. And and for my uh, brother that's not here, Bills, I always have to talk about these Giants. And they took a loss yesterday. And and Logic, I'm going to let you go first because it was your boy <laughs> that got him out the way. You know? You, you, the quarterback is still supposed to be a Jet, in my opinion. I don't know how it is. You didn't even have to say that shit. You oh, didn't come even have on, to man. say that like that. Because you know, while I was watching that bullshit, <laughs> I was thinking if we had Geno Smith, <laughs> yesterday would have been a whole nother show because Geno's on it. You saw what he... Yo, all of a sudden, that ancient quarterback... He's is in put... the pocket, right. running for first. He was doing everything just the way you're supposed to do it. He oh, did well. everything just the way you're supposed to do all it. All of a sudden, this quarterback that they couldn't wait for is doing the things that they were waiting for. Uh, I mean, if you give somebody time... <sighs> I don't. I just don't understand it. So, logic. I'll come to you. That's you know, what do you, the what do you think? What do you think about Geno Smith as a Seahawk? He didn't give him giant, the time. As a, as a Seahawk, I'm sorry. It's 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 just it's. I we I think we talked about it in our first part earlier about giving the quarterback time and 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 allowing that grace period. So, yeah. You, you saw it. Like you saw how comfortable and how confident he looks in that offense. He just looks really confident. That's what I could say more than anything. It's just his confidence level. It's through the roof right now. I see him on the sidelines. I remember when he played for the Jets, he'd be on the sidelines with nobody sitting next to him. They wouldn't give him one of those Samsung pod things so that he could, like, look at plays and shit. He'd throw an interception and go sit and pout in a corner. For the Seahawks, he's over there talking to the receivers. He's in the room. He's telling guys what's going on. He's becoming the leader that he always could be. I'm happy for him, man. And I'm also fucking upset. Well, let me ask you a question about that. 
Do you think the talent level has something to do with that? Because when Gino was there, they didn't have much. Again, yeah, they they didn't have nobody to throw to. That was exactly. uh, his last year in New York was like uh, twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen, right. I think. Yeah, his last yeah, year. Was, you, you coming off? You coming off the the Matt Sanchez butt fumble years? Like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring that back up, but I'm just saying, like he didn't, he didn't have no weapons like he got now. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. So, so it's one of them things where it's like you you put the quarterback in a, a decent situation, and then they could flourish. Yeah, the Jets didn't do that when they had Geno. Mm. Mm. They was yeah. trying to build a, they were trying to build their defense. They didn't worry about their, they they wasn't doing nothing for the offense. That's true. Okay. Well, you know what I'm just, saying, and just and just to fill in some things, you know, Gino wasn't. Uh, he was a kind of a journeyman after he left the Jets because he was with the Giants for a year. Um, yeah. He was with the Chargers for a year, and then he went to the Seahawks in like 2019. But you know, I I just feel like he felt the most comfortable because he has a coach that is actually like, yeah, you know, the same thing that my guy did for Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Uh, you know, coaching has a has a part in this in this quarterback's growth, and I feel like when your quarter when your when your coach believes in you that much as uh, Carol does, I feel like it's it's an opportunity for you to do it. And he's got the receivers too. Like let, let's exactly. He yeah, got that's weapons. another thing. He got some weapons. I mean, he got weapons. They got yeah. a running game. They mm. got a running game to play off of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The offense is simple. You know it, it's. Put it to you this way. This is why, you know, they gave Russell Wilson so much flack the last two years or three years because the offense is predicated running the football. Run the football, run the football, and then hit him with a deep pass or, you know, something downfield, you know. Geno Smith is looking like Russell Wilson from five years ago. Running the same offense. It's a structured system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah. the only difference between Geno Smith and Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson transformed to dangerous for us when he get outside the pocket. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> like, when he's running for his life, that's when he's the most dangerous. Right. Geno ain't moving around the pocket like that. That's the only difference between them two. I mean, I I, I did see, I, you know, I'm I'm with logic. I did see a more confident Gino though, like just... oh, yeah, because he's he's comfortable in the system. The system is tailor made for any quarterback who has a decent arm. Mm. All you see, you see him do handle handle. All right, let's hit him deep. Boom. This is what but... I'll say, sincere. This is what I'll say. I heard you. You asked the question earlier mm-hmm. about my team and how we utilized him at that time. And unfortunately, you're probably right in a lot of ways. But this is something, and it, it doesn't really have anything to do with your question, but while you were asking the question and I was thinking, this is one of the things that I really think. DK mm. is nice. But he's not that nice. Okay. He's not that nice. He's okay. not. He's okay. nice. But he's not that nice. He's still a work in progress. We we still have to, you know, he's he's still at the point where if he could start running routes, that'd be amazing. But, he, you know, he can catch stuff. And, you know, Tyler, what's his name? Tyler Lockett. 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 Yeah. He's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. He dropped but the pass he's nice yesterday. In one way. Because his hand's not like that. He's nice in one way. He's nice specifically over top beating the second level of defenders off speed. Like he's nice mm-hmm. like that. Right. Their running back, whose name I don't know. I know uh I know his last name is Penny. Right. Penny. I don't even think it's that guy anymore. I think it's somebody no, no, else. No, no, it's, it's uh Walker Walker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker he's nice. the third. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's okay. nice. But he's not that nice. If he was that nice, we'd have knew his name. We wouldn't have had to right. do all that stumbling right. and fumbling. What I'll I say is this. I, I don't fuck with Seattle, so I wouldn't know shit. I don't either. I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Part of 
what you asked me when you said the pieces around, yeah, are because he's there. Him being there makes some pieces. They become pieces. I, I think it's exactly what you said about the offense being, you know, built a certain way and it's a certain design for it. But it fits on both sides. You understand what I'm saying? It's not just the receivers. It's not just the run game. It's having a quarterback who's accurate enough to get the ball to these people where they need to get the ball. Mm-hmm. I saw him scrambling last night. I saw him doing some other things. Side note, listeners, yeah, I watched a little football after I slammed the TV. I did. But <laughs> what I see is just the confidence that comes with not being worried about making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time, you know, and this is this is not the first time I've seen him play for them. This is not the first time I've seen him be good. What I'm saying is when I'm seeing him in these matchups and these moments where, you know, eyes are on him, when you're playing the Giants, especially, I think they were 5-1 and one at that point, you're playing those Giants. 6-1. and one. They were 6-1. Six six and and one. One. Exactly. So people are looking at this more so to see what the Giants are going to do than to see what you're going to do. Mm. I think a lot of people got to look at Gino and Gino looked confident and he looked ready and he looked prepared and he looked in charge of his offense. And what you said, I mean, I I agree with you 100%. I just see it as a a quality thing where these pieces that we say are pieces that my Jets didn't have are seen as pieces because of the quarterback that they had. They got rid of Russ for a reason. We can see what's going on in Denver with Russ. Russ wasn't really able physically to get those pieces going in that way anymore. Mm. Well, and, Russ, and, Russ, Russ wanted he he wanted he he wanted to be more Peyton Manning s, where he had more control over the offense, and he threw the ball a lot more. Mm-hmm. How's that working out? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and. That 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 was the whole thing in Seattle where Pete Carroll was like, "Look, look, champ, we got to win in formulas." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've been a you. I knew. Look, I ain't gonna lie. As much as I hate Seattle, yeah, I knew Russell Wilson's days was numbered when he threw that interception in that Super that Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah, that was it. That because was it. from that point on, the whole team. They, they didn't. They did not buy into Russ at that point because any real fan of football know Marshawn Lynch should have got that ball on the one yard line. Ooh. Who's stopping Beast Mode on the one yard line at mm. that at, at that year during that time? Nobody. Mm-hmm. So they went. So when they put the ball in Russ's hands and he fucked up. He never, he never regained that team after that. Nope. Much like uh, Matt Ryan, I talked about Matt Ryan in that Super Bowl where he was up twenty five points. He never recovered. <laughs> he never no. recovered from that. No. There's certain things you can't mm-hmm. come back from. You know. No. Um, yeah, and and I just want to remind people that Gino yesterday, uh, he he only missed maybe nine passes. Uh, he had two hundred twelve yards. He had two touchdowns. And look, back to Logic's point for, for the Jets, he had zero interceptions, nothing. He didn't cost his team anything. And for those that would say that 200 yards is not enough for a quarterback, I mean, to me, you know, Tom Brady aside, 300 and 400 yards is excessive for a quarterback. You, should, you shouldn't have to throw it that much. To get 300 and 400 yards. Unless you're throwing bombs. Right. If you're throwing bombs. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, okay, if you're if you're doing 50 yards a clip, if you're the greatest show on turf or something, you yeah. know, okay, fine. But uh, Walker, who we don't even know really for Seattle, had 51 yards uh, on 18 carries. They ran the ball even though he was only getting less than three yards a carry. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That's Seattle's. Dude, look, yeah. we play Seattle twice a year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I know their playbook like I like I know our playbook. It's a simple. Run, run. You 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 may get two yards per carry, but one of those runs you're gonna break. At least one. You yeah. know, it keeps it keeps the defense honest. Yeah. And then that's what sets you up for them deep passes to lock it in, in Metcalf. Cause, you know, the safety is like, right, cool. All right, they they gonna run the ball. They gonna run the ball. They gonna run the ball. 
And then all of a sudden, they're going to hit you with that play action. And phew, like, oh, shit. Dang. There you go, Sanchez. There you go. That's all <laughs> I was going to say is that running <laughs> the football opens up your playbook. Exactly. You know, in a perfect world, you want to get, you know, seven yards a run or, you know, but that's not everybody. That's not every running back. Mm. All right. And that's what I'm saying. That's why Russell Wilson was like, God damn, like you got, like I could throw the football, but yet I'm Ability. passing it. I'm handing the ball off 25 to 30 times but, a game. He's like, look, let me cook. No, nigga. Play in the, <laughs> play in the system and you'll be fine. See, I'm telling you, ever since he got with Sierra, man, he's been on some other shit. I'm trying to tell uh, you. You know, she might be the new Kardashian, right? Like, to, no, it ain't no new Kardashian. No, she was doing that shit before, you know, before we even thought about the Kardashians. Yeah, boy, as soon as as soon as we seen her go from future to Russell, we like, oh, Russell fucked up. <laughs> Russell fucked up. R- Russell, R- Russell, you got to follow behind future? Come on, son. Come on, man. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that the, <laughs> the only thing that he could compete with Future in is yeah. that bread. That's it. And he got that he got that contract, and Sierra's like, "Hey, <laughs> I do." <laughs> I'm not touching that one. But how we gonna close it out tonight? I, just, I laid a note. It's all it, it is what it is. How we gonna close it out tonight? And Sierra, I'm coming to you first because this is. This is how I'm ending the podcast. We started with quarterbacks. We're going to end with quarterbacks. I need to know Lamar Jackson. What about him? Lamar, to me, unpopular opinion. I'm going to give my opinion first so y'all can tell me I'm wrong. Lamar Hmm. is up, down, up, down, up, down. I never know. I've seen him lose at least two games by himself today. I mean, you know, in this short season. Mm -hmm. In the last seven games, I've seen him lose a game. By throwing a pick in the end zone, by trying to do too much, by coming outside mm-hmm. of himself. He has a team that's set up for him to just not make mistakes, and they could probably win that game, even though their defense is not nearly as good as it used to be. I still think he's set up to manage a game, not necessarily win it. And sometimes he tries to do too much. So in this pay him conversation, because after this last game where he's beating – Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. He signed a a uh a sign that a fan had. He came back out on the field, knew the cameras were on him, and signed this pay him now. You know, Lamar Jackson. So do you think because he's already been given a deal, it was like 133 million, it was for for the low. Of course, he wants the 250 million plus guaranteed contract. Um and that's what he's holding out for. So when he signs this contract, when he signs this fans thing, that's what he's looking for from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. If you were the business owner, if you are the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, does Lamar Jackson deserve the max? I'll say this. And, and I take nothing away from Lamar Jackson because he's a, he's an amazing football player. Um, Lamar Jackson going to get his money. He's gonna get his money. Wait, he's gonna get this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. But in order to get Lamar Jackson off of the the guaranteed money, you have to come to the table and offer Lamar Jackson something that he pretty much has not had. And that is weapons. He has a good running game. Okay. You you wanna? I'm. This is this is this is how you gotta sell this. If if you're management, you like look, we want to pay you, but we also want to give you weapons. So, because right now he's playing almost to the point to where, I mean, outside of the tight end that he got, he don't have really no known outside weapons. Now they just got Deshaun Jackson. You know, mm-hmm. that yeah. that may help, but you know, Deshaun Jackson is sixteen years in the league. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You know, how much is he gonna really give him? Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? So in order to make it make sense, they have to they they have to get him to buy in on either making trades or getting some type type top flight free agents. Because 
if they pay him the money that he wants, Baltimore is going to be strapped for like two years. They're not going to be able to do nothing. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point because Logic mentioned uh, in in earlier before the season started, before at the end of last season, Aaron Rodgers had that same question, you know, where – what is he going to do? And he got that max contract, that 220 plus million contract mm-hmm. and said, fuck you, Adam. And, you know, Devonte Adams. And yeah. guess what? Yeah, they didn't have enough money. So nope. guess where his wetman went. And so logic, I'm coming to you in this conversation in the, in this conversation of Lamar Jackson, you know, much has been said, is he a quarterback that's worth that max or not? Nah? Joey G. Yeah. Sincere. There are quite a few things that I don't like talking about. There's, there's lots of subject matter that I'm not comfortable with. Quarterbacks is kind of up there. <laughs> because it's hard to judge, and I'm a Jets fan, so what the right. fuck do I know? But in my opinion, Baltimore's football team at this present time functions around Lamar Jackson. It just does. It's set up for that. Mm-hmm. It's just set up for that. That's just how it's set up. A lot of the things that they don't have, their offensive line isn't the greatest. Their receiver core isn't the greatest. Their defense isn't the greatest. It's, it's, it's a lot of different things that are going on that probably need to be addressed. But for now, them being the team that they are and then being a continuous, at least playoff contention type team is all because of him. I can say that I might have seen two or three other quarterbacks in my lifetime. You know, Cam Newton, you know, that might be my closest comparison for me. And the idea that this dude, this one dude accounts for 92% of all of the offense that happens here. You wouldn't have an offense at all if he wasn't there. And the way that y'all set it up is specific and it's getting more and more specific to his needs and the things that he does. I don't think there's a lot of quarterbacks that you could swap this out for and it would work better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know a lot of quarterbacks that would be able to deal with some of the things that he has to deal with that we don't even notice because of his ability to move out the pocket and do this and keep defenses, you know, on edge at all times. You got to have somebody spying this motherfucker the whole fucking game, which opens the middle of the field, that opens this. It, it, It creates, if they can keep a running back healthy, it creates you know, a different type of run game, it, yeah, different yeah. playbook, you know, RPOs, shit like that. Like this is the classic RPO team, run pass, exactly. like this the, because this dude could go. This is San Francisco 2012. That's who they are. They got the same style of running back in, Ka- in Colin Kaepernick. They got the same offensive, co- offensive coordinator in Greg Roman, who okay. orchestrated San Francisco's offense. It's they the don't same got no thing. Anquan Bolden. They don't got no but Anquan that's Bolden. The, that's the difference. If they there's had no an Anquan Bolden, there's no Vernon Davis. No. There's no Michael Crabtree. There's no. no uh, they do Anquan have Mark Bolden. Andrews. They do have Mark Andrews, who's a great Mark tight end. Andrews, but he's a tight end. But he's a tight end. He's a tight end. He's only going to be able to do so much because you need him to do more than catch. That's why he has to do everything by himself, because he does not have those prolific wide receivers that can stretch the field and help him. If he breaks the pocket down, everybody's going to run to him. He got an arm. All he got to do is just stop and throw the ball. Boom. Touchdowns all day. The dude is like a modern, he's like a real-life version of Willie Dean. He just need to, he just need to work it. I'm just saying, you give I, him prolific wide receivers to throw the ball to. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, sincere. I do. He's not you going to win no Super Bowl playing the way he's playing. Okay. And so, I can agree to that. So, but the so, key to it is this, just to yeah. wrap it up for me. The yeah. key to it is this. One of the things that I noticed, I'm a football fan, but I'm a basketball fan. Basketball is about championships. That's what basketball is about. You put your team together for championships. You want to get to the championship. That's the key. If you don't get to the championship, it's a whole lot of other shit you can say about a whole lot of other shit that happened, but you're trying to get to the fucking championship. Football's not quite like that. You want to win a championship, of course, but what you really want to do is get to the playoffs because if you can get to the playoffs, your opportunity to get to the championship 
becomes a straight line of victories. All you have to do is beat somebody one time and you could do it. I personally feel that with Lamar Jackson on the field, with the team they have now, there's nobody in Baltimore that doesn't believe if the ball goes the right way, if things happen the right way, they could win it. And that's because of him. So you give him the money. You give him the money and then you draft something. And then you draft something. He's had opportunities in the playoff Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. they were the the highest seed and got Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. So building the team around how it's structured right now, yeah, you'll make the playoffs, no problem. But you're not going to win nothing. The playoffs, the, the playoffs is a different monster. By this time, people got Lamar Jackson figured out. They're like, okay, cool. All right. You want to run? Cool. We'll let you run all day. But we ain't going to let you throw the ball. And they don't have to because nobody's getting separation exactly. except for Andrews, and we already talked about that. All right. So let's just say this. Let's just say this. Because we could say the same thing about Josh Allen and Buffalo. Ooh. We could say the same exact thing. We could say the same exact thing. Until he got Stephon Adams. Diggs, Diggs, yeah. Shit was, oh, excuse me, Stephon Diggs, pardon, yeah. pardon me. Until he got Stephon Diggs, shit didn't go into hyperspeed like it's going right now. Yeah, it and didn't. Exactly. And that's why, right. and that's what I'm saying. And yet that's they still didn't win a championship. And yet they still didn't win a championship. And Josh Allen got paid. That's all I'm saying. Josh Allen got paid. Yeah, he but he got paid. There wasn't no debate paid. about paying yeah. him, and he wasn't even as good as Lamar Jackson. And there was no debate. Money, there was no like, debate. Like uh, Lamar Jackson's asking for. Yeah. yeah. That's Lamar, the difference. Lamar, yeah, to be clear, Lamar is asking for 250 plus. He wants that Deshaun, Deshaun oh, yeah, Watson yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 that's that's what he wants. Yep, yep, that's it. Yep. And Rodgers, all of them got paid, but their guarantee is not no astronomical type number. It's mm. reasonable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we'll Green see how reasonable that. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. And, and I don't think and, it's that reasonable because he's I throwing think, to somebody named Dobbs, who you know well, I don't know what's Green, going on over there. Green Bay was already strapped for cash anyway. Probably. Yeah, they, they, they got their money. Like I said, they they tried to build their team on defense, so a lot of their money went to the defense. Yeah. Before even before even got to Aaron Rodgers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. By the time we got to Aaron Rodgers, it's like, okay, either you're going to pay me or I'm going to retire, whatever. And I, and, I will, and I will just add this in closing. Jerry Jones is still tied to Zeke Elliott because in this realm of three years later, Zeke is still the highest paid running back in the league. And for the last three years, he's had a lower yards per carry Every hey. single year. What, 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 he, he ain't led the league in rushing since what, 2009? Uh, no, no. So so when he came in, he led the league in rushing for the first two years. Jerry Jones paid him in 2019, I believe. And hey. ever since then, he ain't never done, done anything else. Exactly. I and said it on a pod before. House husbands are Dallas, baby. House, he looked like a man that's stuck. He looks stuck. <laughs> He looked like he is not happy because he sees it passing him by and the money got him stuck because he can't go nowhere. And Big Daddy not going to let you leave the plantation. So you just got to sit there and watch this dude, Tony Pollard, do your job better than you every game. But Zeke is like, I could go to Cabo. I can wear my short chain top. And I'm getting paid. Zeke don't give a fuck right now. Oh, and nah, man. Zeke could do that at Arizona and wouldn't nobody care. The only reason we know Zeke went to Cabo is because he played for Dallas. <laughs> if Zeke played for Arizona and went to Cabo, you wouldn't even notice. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even notice. Wouldn't mm-hmm. even be a thing. I need that man to leave. I need that man to go to Cleveland or somewhere and just have himself some fun and enjoy well, his life because he looks unhappy. Jerry Jones ain't going to let him go. Nah, he's Jerry, not going to let him go. Jerry, Jerry could have been trading him. Yep. Yep. He could have been trading him. Even pay for him to get out of trouble, as you alluded to, Logic. You said daddy money, daddy money long, right? No, no. I seen that man punch a young lady (laughs) in the face on camera and just walked off. And daddy put the bucks up and daddy made sure that was straight. Daddy said, I got you. Now what I need you to do is wear this crop top and do this donkey dance while I smile. That's what you got to do. And he did it. And so now he's stuck. Oh, man. Hey, look. House husbands of Dallas, baby. House husbands of Dallas. You can't move. Logic. For my brother Bills, 
I am Joey G. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us, folks. Listeners, 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 first and foremost, I'd like to apologize for the energy. I'm very upset about this gesture. I really mean it in my heart. I, I, everybody on the cast know I mean it. Also, I know that there's been a lack in this cast of some NBA conversation is coming. We got to talk about this Kyrie thing. We got to talk about this LeBron thing. We got to talk about whatever this DeMar DeRozan thing is. I didn't know this is what we was going to be looking at year, what, 13, 14, 15 now? Like, cuz is like hooping. We're going to get into it. Thank y'all so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for supporting us in any way that you do. We're going to get these conversations going. We out.